Welcome back to another edition of Kelakai the podcast. I am here joined um, only with Homesby now. We don't have uh, Brad or Olivia or anyone co-hosting with us today. They're all gone or busy today, so it'll just be the two of us. But welcome, Holmes. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Hey, it's good to have you in here. Uh, thank you. Uh, so I just recently wrote an article about Holmes, um, about kind of his more of his fitness journey as he's been uh, here at BYU Hawaii. He's a uh, senior. He's from Tonga. Um, and I, I, I really thought his fitness journey was kind of inspiring and, and a little bit incredible. So why don't we start there? What's that been like for you? Thank you for, for the question, Mark. So my fitness journey goes way back to when I started as a freshman. Uh-huh. Uh, coming after mission, coming to BYU Hawaii, getting to work at the Polynesian Concert Center, getting to dance, uh, shirtless to the audience, it was kind of a new thing for me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't used to it, so I couldn't do anything about it because uh, I had to work to, to pay for my school fees. So I had to adapt to find a way, how's, how can I enjoy dancing to the audience and being confident myself? So that's when uh, my fitness journey started. I, I started to work out, but not at the gym. I had to start in my room because, you yeah. know, it, it was... <laughs> Uh, I wasn't used to the gym or had no confidence to go to the gym. Then uh-huh. I what I was going to do at the gym. So it started in my room on my fitness journey. I started to do basics, push-ups, pull-ups, sit-ups, you know. I had uh-huh. a few weights, Yeah. but that's where it started. Hey, that's good. Everyone has to start somewhere. Of course. Um, but but now you're, you're in a completely different place from when you started, yes. even <laughs> just your fitness journey. You... You were getting ready to compete in a in a bodybuilding mm-hmm. competition, but obviously, because of the whole coronavirus pandemic, it's mm-hmm. it's not happening anymore. But um, how does it feel knowing that um, from where you started to to where you ended up? How does that? Are you proud of that? Of course, I'm. I'm really proud of uh, how long I came. I mean, and not only me, but my friends. A lot of people who know uh, me, they they they're proud of me, but especially myself, because uh, looking back at where. I started and now it's been a, an accomplishment because uh, not a lot of people can do, uh, not a, little, a lot of people can uh, continue the journey of uh, fitness journey. Mm-hmm. Some will just go and stop, some won't even try. But for me personally, I, I feel like I'm proud of myself of what I've done so far. And it's not the end, I'm, it's still a, a continuous journey. But uh, from being a freshman to a senior, I, I've done a lot of uh, effort into my fitness journey, and looking back, I'm, I'm just uh, proud of what I've accomplished. Can't wait to continue ahead to the future. Yeah, definitely. I mean, no matter what you're doing, when you have that growth and you can look back and you see where you started and where you're at now, that always, at least I know for me, it always makes me feel proud and, and just mm-hmm. happy and, and feel like, wow, I, shoot, I'm a lot better now than I used to be. But obviously you're not just, uh, you know, a f- only a fitness person you have a lot of other parts of your life mm-hmm. um why don't you talk a little bit about um your journey as a student going from a freshman up to now graduating senior oh it's been a really tough journey as a student especially my first time to attend college mm-hmm. everything was new to me but i'm grateful that the mission prepared me for this so i was able to like uh, have a decent communication with others 
But uh, coming as a freshman, it was uh, I didn't know what to study. I didn't know my major, so everything was kind of new. I was trying to adjust. But uh, eventually, it came. It came true. I was able to pick a major, political science, and I loved that major. Then I continued studying about it. And there were a few roadblocks uh, along the way. You know, it's not always smooth. Sometimes I feel like giving up. Some of the assignments, the classes were too tough for me. Uh-huh. I had to find help. I had to look for other sources to help me. But one thing I, I knew that I, I didn't give up, no matter how hard it is. Because uh, looking back, uh, I'm glad that I I didn't give up. I, I just, because uh, I, I won't lie, there were some times I just felt like I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> you just lay down, you're already tired of studying, taking exams and stuff. Uh-huh. But uh, it's just I, at the end of the day, I, I kept striving, no matter the circumstances. And fitness was one of the things that helped me uh, uh, get to where I'm, I am right now. As a senior, graduating in a week. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, um, you're talking kind of about the challenges you face. <clears throat> and somebody a lot smarter than me, his name is Randy Posh, he used to be a professor, um, not here at a school i think it was um carnegie mellon but he said the brick walls or like the roadblocks the challenges in your life that are put there not to keep you out but to make you prove how badly you want something and i always keep that mentality just like if something's tough it's i shouldn't think of it as just like oh well i guess i'll give up and try something different Mm -hmm. it's an obstacle there so that i can prove that not this is what i want this is what i want to do this is what i need to do and push you forward more um, but kind of talking about that, what were some of the challenges that you faced um, throughout your journey as a student? There was a lot of challenges uh-huh. <laughs> that I faced. One of the challenges is that uh, my GPA, my GPA dropped in one of my semesters, and I got a notification that uh, if it goes down on next semester, then you're out of here. You know, uh-huh. so um, that that was just like the pushed me. I I, I don't want to sacrifice anything as I I thought of myself. Uh, it's the red light here. I, I gotta I gotta make some changes, mm-hmm. or else uh, I lost this opportunity. So yeah, that was one of the the, the challenges because uh, some of the classes were hard, and uh, yeah. I just couldn't make it up to the passing point. That yeah, uh, I got a notification from from the from the office that uh, it's a warning. So that was a wake up call for me to to try to be better. And yeah, some other challenges, which is social challenges, you know, mm-hmm. just uh, some uh, times you, you feel like uh, you miss home or some of uh, challenges at work that uh, you just makes you don't want to stay here anymore or study because of uh, how tough your schedule at work is and, you know, but yeah. so those challenges, they were just like roadblocks and uh, things that make me stronger, you know, it was just an experience that I had to experience in order to, to move forward. Yeah, or else I would, uh, yeah. Um, you talked a little bit about missing home. What, I, I, th- I think any everybody can relate to feeling homesick, mm-hmm. missing home, missing their parents, missing, you know, the things that they've grown up and they're used to their whole life. Um, but what was, what were some of the things that you did sort of overcome then to manage that feeling of just missing home and missing the, the normal comforts of life? Well, at first I, I had to talk to my family, my parents, especially mm-hmm. I want them to call and I'll just uh, share with them my experience and they they were just like, uh, 
remind me of how life was as I grew up uh, and keep pushing me, giving me comfort that I can do this. This is uh, this is my life right here, my my future right here, and I I need to stay focused and also just losing myself in in school, you know, uh, just uh, not thinking much of home, but using home as a motivation for me to keep striving forward. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, I guess kind of on that theme of of pushing forward, um, you're about to graduate. I guess classes wrap up at the end of this mm-hmm. week, and then we have finals, and then you're finished. How does that make you feel? Well, it just makes me feel uh, grateful, feel uh-huh. happy because uh, it's uh, one of the milestones in my my life. I I had no idea I would graduate. You know, you can't tell the future. You can just prepare for it. Yeah. So coming to school, I. I know four years, that's a long year to go. But as you look back, it was just like, it was really fast. Uh-huh. When you just look back through that four years. And I can say is that I'm grateful for everything that I learned in BYUAWAI. Grateful for for keep uh, not giving up. And I'm just grateful for this, for this experience. Uh, I'm really excited to graduate. Can't wait. Hey, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so after you graduate, what what does the future look like for you? What are you, what are you trying to do? Well, that's a good question. Of course, uh, education doesn't stop here. This is just the beginning for me. It's not like uh, graduating with a bachelor's. It's it's just the first step for me to going out to the future. I, I plan to continue into masters, mm-hmm. continue into a different college. So yeah, I keep keep learning and keep uh, striving forward. Awesome. I think um, when we talked before. Um, when I interviewed you for my article, mm-hmm. you said that you were going to go um, to flight school? Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. So I was I was a little bit um, surprised when you said that because you're a political science major. Mm-hmm. And so when I think of political science, the next step isn't pilot. So what kind of pushed you from, you know, wanting to go from political science into, you know, aviation mm-hmm. and all of that? Uh, thank you. So... Aviation is has been a dream of mine ever since I grew up. I wanted to be a pilot when I was young. Mm-hmm. But uh, coming here to be with Hawaii, they have no such a, a, a um, subject like that here. So I had to adjust to find a major because I'm here. So that's uh, political science was one of the majors that I was new to me, and I decided uh, I'll try. I'll try this. It's something new for me. And uh, after graduating soon with political science, I was thinking about going into law, you know, because that's what we studied about. But then it depends on the situation and uh, opportunities that you have. Uh-huh. So the opportunity that I have is I can get to flight school. So I was thinking probably I'll try this because this is my passion. This is what I wanted to be when I was young. So, yeah. Hey, that's awesome. What... I guess like all of us, we have those childhood dreams mm-hmm. of, you know, I want to do, I want to be a pilot or I want to, you know, be an astronaut or something like that. Mm-hmm. What do you think in your life kept you, helped you maintain that, that dream and make you motivated to want to make it into reality? Well, the fact that I had this dream when I was really young. I remember growing up with my parents and my siblings, every day we would have FHE and, uh, our parents always uh, asked from the eldest to the youngest, 
what are your who do you want to be in the future so we start from the eldest all the way to the youngest and when it comes to me I tell them, I want to be a pilot so they they're the ones who kept reminding me how's your goals uh-huh. I, do you still want to be a pilot I said, yes that is still the goal no matter if I'm starting political science or business or any other my goal is still to be a pilot and it doesn't matter what subject you study all relates to something that you is your passion about that's awesome um that that's something that i've i've in my life i have kind of been trying to implement more just mm-hmm. following the things that you know in your heart that you love and that you're interested in and that you're passionate about um what do you think or how important is it do you think for people to follow the things that they are passionate about why do you think that's important well, I think it's really important for people to follow their passion because that's the, the thing that will push them through hard times. Mm-hmm. If you're just uh, studying business because you want to and you hit a roadblock, uh-huh. that's when you that's when you will fall down. But if it's your passion, no matter what happens, you'll still find a way to push it through. For example, just like my fitness. Fitness is a passion for me. No matter the gym's closed or, you know, that kind of situation, I still find a way to work out because it's a passion. That's the that's the thing that drives you through the roadblocks. So it, I think it's important for students to follow their passion because that's the only thing that will push them through dark times. Definitely. How do you think, because I know a lot of people, they, they kind of go through the motions and, mm-hmm. they're, and they're not really sure what they love about what they're studying or what their, what their job is. They don't know what they're passionate about how do how would you suggest somebody goes about finding something that they love and that they're excited by well it comes down to experience mm-hmm. it, something that you're passionate about it always relates to something that happened in your life or something in your family so i think uh just they have to experience it first before they can know what their passion is they have to try different things they had to try business, and they you know if they're not good at it, then maybe that's not their passion. They had to try; they don't have to stick to one thing. So, I mean, here in college, we have a lot of opportunities to try new things. We are exposed to the world, uh-huh. so I think it's a good opportunity for students to try new things. Don't be afraid to try new things because they never know that might be their passion or their talent. They'll be good at it. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Um, kind of going off of that. I just remember when I first started here, I was a psychology major. Mm-hmm. And kind of like growing up, I said, oh, that could be interesting. I know I could, you know, do a psychology bachelor's and then go to graduate school and I could get a good career like that. Um, and I enjoyed it. But as I started studying it, I was kind of like, oh, I shouldn't. I didn't feel like the excitement, the love, the passion that we're talking about. Um, and then it's, it's true. It just comes down to experiences. You go and you try different things. Like for me, I tried, uh, took a communications class mm-hmm. and right, like straight away I knew, oh, this is what I want to study. This is what like I am passionate about. This is what excites me. And I think that's important for, mm-hmm. for students that if they find something that they're interested in, they take a class, they take a variety of classes mm-hmm. to give them the, you know as much experience as possible to sort of find something that they love that they can pursue. Um, but I guess kind of going off of that, what, what has been some of the, the classes that you've taken here that have been the most
What are your... We're all good. The levels were just coming in like super quiet, so I thought there was like nothing there, and I was like, crap, is it even recording? Uh-huh. So you guys are good. The volume's going through, so just go ahead, rewind back to your last question, and then just carry on from there. Okay, sweet. Thanks. Okay, sweet. Um, what have been some of the some of the classes that you've taken here that have kind of helped you put you on the path that that you're on right now? Thank you. So, first classes I took in political science we were studying about uh, philosophies, theories, and also studying about uh, good covenants. You know, mm-hmm. and those are the classes that really made me want to get into politics, studying about how governments over- operate and then what is the difference between good governance and bad governance. And those are the things that set me on track because uh, I can relate back to that, back home and to different islands, how governments, some of the governments are corrupted, you know, uh-huh. and those have, those affect people's lives. And just being able to learn about the ethics and how people uh, can control others and the society maybe wanted to to learn more because uh goes back to to the savior he was uh, a good leader and he was able to to lead uh the people during his uh ministry here on earth and just the same thing as uh we learned in political science it it takes good people to to lead the society mm-hmm. so i mean that really was interested in me i wanted to to be a good person and make a change in my life and the lives of others. So that really made me hooked into politics. Definitely. We're um, talking kind of about good governments and bad mm-hmm. governments. Um, what makes a government good and what makes one bad? Well, it starts from the, the, the institution and the, the people, because uh-huh. uh, it's the people itself uh, in the government. People who have power, they're the one who lead. But uh, from based on what I studied, Good governance is social and partial. They they are neutral. They treat everyone equally, and that's uh, that's one of them. The main things is uh, social and government. When you, when they have uh, they have power, they don't use it for their self interest, but they use it to benefit the whole society. And opposite bad governance is people who use their power for their self interest to benefit themselves and their friends, and not uh, the the society. So that's something that uh, I learned that in uh, in class. Definitely, yeah. I asked that just because I feel like the world right now is kind of in need of of that um, good leadership. Exactly, yeah. good leadership with with the whole coronavirus mm-hmm. pandemic going on, um, and like you talked about um, being impartial and having everything be equal. The whole coronavirus pandemic it it affects everyone. The whole world is not just one group of people. Everyone like on the planet is mm-hmm. being affected by this yes. um and you know that includes us as students and especially you as a graduating student um what has that been like kind of going through the ups and downs of this especially because you're about to graduate and um what what has that experience been like for you well it's been really a tough experience especially um first we got the news that our, our graduation ceremonies are canceled there will be no ceremony. Also, uh, my 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 mom was already ready to to attend my graduation, and when everything happened, uh, 
just made me sad because uh, it is a milestone in my life and mm -hmm. it's once in a lifetime. But uh, yeah, it, everything, everything happened, all things changes. No graduation ceremony, however, I'll still graduate, but it won't be any ceremony to to celebrate that uh, special occasion right there. And uh, it's just really tough for me, but I understand it's uh, things happen in the world and you can uh, all you can do is uh, adjust yourself to it. But uh, for me, it's uh, really, really sad for for me and all the rest of the students who are about to graduate this semester. Mm -hmm. Families were about to come and attend the ceremony, but coming to an end, my time in BYU Hawaii and it ends like this. It's just kind of sad for me. Yeah, I didn't see it coming, but I think that's that's how the world works. You never know what happens. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people saw this whole pandemic coming. It kind of came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. um, but you seem like you're handling it, you know, very well. And mm -hmm. uh, I know for me, obviously, I'm not graduating for a little while. But um, if I was in your shoes, it'd be I can imagine it'd be very, very tough and hard for me. What? Um, why do you think you're able to handle it so well and just kind of recognize that things happen and it's okay? I'm still graduating, but it's gonna be okay if it's not gonna change, you know, mm -hmm. it's not the end of the world. Oh, it just, it depends. It depends on your mindset and what you believe and what you don't believe. I mean, for me, it's the mindset that I developed that I understand, I, I'll be able to realize that things go wrong in life, you know? And I've had experiences before unlike this one, but similar experiences that uh, you had a plan A and then it didn't work. Then you had to go to plan B, it didn't work, you had to go plan C and etc. Mm -hmm. And uh, for me, it's like looking back, I understand that this is uh, beyond my control. I can't do anything about it, you know. And uh, all I can do is how I react to it. So I just called my, my parents and told them, I'm sorry, it's canceled, there'll be no graduation. And because uh, I, I already had a plan, my mom come, I'll take her around uh -huh. campus, take her to PCC, and you know, yeah. so it will be an important day for me and her because I'm graduating and it's my first time. But eventually, those plans didn't work out due to the uh, to the crisis that happened. But I know that there are more uh, more opportunities ahead. This is not the end. So for me, I can just accept it and move on because. Uh, I'm graduating, I need to know what's next. I need to work on what's next because, I mean, it's already over. It's Everything is cancelled. Can't, mm -hmm. can't talk about the past or look back at it. I can say it's just yeah, thankful, thankful that this experience uh, made me stronger. So I think it's just the mindset that I have and the dedication that I have to, towards my goal and future that keeps me going no matter the crisis that's going on. Hey, fantastic. And I think that does speak a lot to you that um, you have such a strong mindset and, and motivation to, you know, keep moving forward every day and not live in the past, not live in the negative experiences that happen, but just sort of go on and, and, and look for the for the positive and look for, you know, how things can be better in the future and down the line, how you'll be better for the experiences that you have. So thank you so much for that. That's about all the time that we have for today so but thank you so much for coming on Always. it's been it's been a pleasure it's been a long time uh, you know in the works yeah. to bring you onto the podcast um but it's uh it's been a great chat with you this uh, afternoon thank you very much for having yeah. me
Um, so that being said, next week we'll be back. We'll have uh, two special guests with us next week. And, um, you know, like I keep saying, we're, we kind of take this week by week, just with the whole coronavirus uh, situation. Um, but uh, it feels like we've got a, a good thing going on. Every Tuesday we'll be out with a new episode. So thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you again later.